This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this special Black Girl Nerds recap of The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead aired this past Sunday, and a lot of us are in our feelings. I know I certainly am. The deaths of two prolific characters on the show, one in particularly has been with us since season one so it was like losing a friend it was like losing a family member for many of us and we have on this episode kayla and mel to talk about that and they're gonna unpack everything in this episode so this is a recap of season seven episode one of the walking dead thanks for tuning in to our walking dead recap by kayla and mel on this special edition of the black girl nerds podcast So hi, this is a new thing for BGN. It's uh, a Walking Dead recap, but... It's therapy. It's therapy. I think this is like, gonna be like driving home at midnight and you turn on one of those radio stations and you hear the ladies talking just like this. And they're like, call us <laughs> in. How do you feel? I feel used and I feel treated. <laughs> um, the showrunners at The Walking Dead, how could you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I I don't know. So we're going to recap episode one, and I am Kayla. I am Mel. And I'm super excited to be doing this this season because I feel like this is going to help me. Like she said, it's going to be therapy because this, my nerves after last night. Uh, yeah. So- and this is going to force me to watch the show, so... <laughs> I know, I'm, it's going to make us keep up with it, because, you know, there's there are those episodes, it's like what you do with American Horror Story, where you're, like, so invested the first few weeks, and then after that, you're, after the Halloween episode, you're like, meh, meh. <laughs> I don't know, I had some serious rethoughts after last night's episode, I was like, why, why am I doing this to myself again? Wait, why? I have no godly, I just, I don't, I don't know, but I am... I will say this. I have never seen such an outpouring for a character lost than what we had last night. And I know we'll get into it, but it was really amazing to see. And then also to see, um, if you watch The Talking Dead after, his reaction um, was heartbreaking, too. I was like, I'm going to bed! I can't watch this anymore! <laughs> so... That that was me. I couldn't really handle. I sat there, yeah. I watched the entire Talking Dead because I was like, I need to see them to assure myself that, yes, they are still alive. <laughs> and this is all fiction. This is not real. And I'm <laughs> not real. I, I'm going to be a Walker stalker and have to sit there in front of uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and not be like, I don't trust you. Like, I just don't. I don't trust him anymore. I trusted you as Denny Duquette. I don't trust you anymore. I'm done. <laughs> Trust. Like, I am I am so glad we are not going to be in the same room anytime soon because I'm like, you would get these hands. I'm sorry. I'm going to black out. <laughs> and I'm going to wake up with my hands around your neck. And I am so sorry. Oh, oh my goodness. So I guess let's just go ahead and dive into it. So I was glad that they cut back from the scene because I thought... I honestly thought we were going to get a flashback or a flash forward um, where we don't even know anything 
about anything. We I wasn't expecting it to be them still after uh, Rick's reaction after the death. I don't know if you were expecting that at all. I mean, I was because um, when I was at New York Comic Con, they showed that scene. Mm-hmm. Like, the first... Because I thought the scene that they showed was going to be the scene after you saw who they killed. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, the beginning, the first, like, I don't know, five minutes of the show. So when I saw that, I was like, they are really going to draw this death out. (laughs) And they did. They did. They drew that reveal out all episode. And and it's so... It was done so well. And that's, like, the one thing you can't hate about it. Is that it? I can still hate it. Yeah, you can but still it was, yeah. hate it, but you can have respect for it, I guess. That's the best word. I have respect, not so much for how they did it. I have more respect, like, for Andrew Lincoln. I came out of this episode with, I, I respect him usually, because I think he does a great job. But this episode, he sold the heartbreak. Like, you can see that he was a shell of a man at the end. So, like, when they were drawing that out and they were focusing on him and what he was going through, that was what sold it for me. Because I was like, you are just, you're with us, Andrew Lincoln. You understand this. You are as upset as we are. Yeah. Well, I guess more so because you're Rick and Rick is, like, going through it, but. I mean, <sighs> Andrew Lincoln, the come up from the guy who doesn't get the girl in love actually to this man, like. Oh, my God. My brother loves The Walking Dead and still refuses to acknowledge that that was him <laughs> in love, actually. We still know it's you, Angelique. <laughs> you can't hide. <laughs> but I just, I, I was so impressed with the way that they handled it because for me, in my head, all I wanted it to be was a Rick fever dream and none of it was real. Like that's He's had moments where he's just snapped and had moments where things yeah. he thought things were happening that weren't. And I was like, ooh, maybe it's not. Maybe we're just seeing him. Maybe he'll kill everybody and then he'll wake up and realize, or like, maybe Rick is dead. Maybe it's like Sixth Sense or some shit. Oh my God, people would have lost their minds if that happened. Riots. And I, I read the comics. I just... And that was one thing that did bother me last night and today. A lot of people that do read the comments are like, right, you, you, well, if you read the comics, you wouldn't be surprised. I didn't really. Oh, God. Mind I have me. a rant in my soul about that. <laughs> I I read them. I know what happens. But not every, it, they have written in characters that aren't in the comics. So they don't necessarily follow every single thing. T-Dog. And then what does it matter? So that's the thing I don't understand. Like they get so up. Like, why are you so upset? You knew this was going to happen. I'm like, one, I don't read the comics. So I didn't know this was going to happen until you shoved it in my face. So then, so two, you spoiled it for me. Three, why did you need, feel the need to tell me? I kept thinking like, not during the episode, but afterwards that it, what would this have been like if all of us who didn't read the comics were completely surprised who was going to die? It would have been like the Red we- Wedding in Game of Thrones. Like, nobody spoiled that for, for me. And, like, most of my friends read those books. Yeah. You don't. But this, it's like everybody is like, let me tell you exactly what it happened. Let me put up the picture in your mention so you can see it, how it happened. And it's just, oh, it's so messed up. It's, I don't know what that does for them. That, oh, well, you know. I mean, yeah, we all read fucking Harry Potter and knew what the fuck was going to happen, but it was still heartbreaking. Like,. When you see Mm. things portrayed, it's going to be that way. So, 
and it's like it's you're, you're looking at a real person getting his real okay it's not it's, it's not his real head but it looked like his real head <laughs> uh, getting bashed in yeah and I, I wasn't ready for the pop-up scene where you saw uh, like the surprise hit and honestly I was so disappointed because I was like man if they weren't gonna go comic book style they could so kill Carl I would not care I like Carl. <laughs> I just, I would be done. I would be like, okay. But I, I feel like that scene with Negan and Rick and, and Carl, um, where he has to... Oh, and I forgot to mention, luckily we haven't said names of who's dead yet, but spoilers, because we're about to. Um, well, pretty... Wait, should we what? start at the beginning? We're like, we're going to recap it, and then we just jumped all over the place. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, uh, that scene with Rick and, and Negan, that, that scene, Andrew Lincoln, like you said, towards the end was just a shell. Like he was no longer the Rick we know and have grown to love about the show. And I mean, sold it. forcing like, you to cut your, your son's hand, well, arm off and then him grasping Carl's hand it was just like, oh, and he was just breaking down completely. And I'm like, I can't watch this. And then Carl is completely calm, which is why I love Carl, because he's like a little psychotic <laughs> child who would make the perfect leader in this environment. He's just lying there. He's like, just do it, Dad. Just do it. Yeah, just, just, just chop my arm off. I'm okay. I'm like, I lost my eye. I'm good. <laughs> and, uh, I'm good. I'll, I'll still keep on going. <laughs> it, like, Carl, someone posted, um, and it was probably my favorite meme of the night, they posted the Black Knight from Monty Python and said, that's Carl. Like, <laughs> he's just not quite dead yet. And I was like... It's just a flesh wound. It's a flesh wound. And I was like, yes. Like, cause that's what it would have been for me seeing this. Be like, how is this kid not infected and dead? Like, like okay. Carl is going to outlast us all. And if he doesn't, don't tell me. <laughs> I don't want to know. So, so we talked about the opening scene and how it progressed and Negan playing this mind game by taking Rick to the RV and, you know, taking him out to the walkers. That, at my nerves, like how, uh, to see Negan as calm as he was and then Rick having those moments where he was on top of the the RV mm-hmm. just broke down when he saw the walker just hanging. That got in his flashbacks. It's like, oh, Jesus. I, I don't know. And then to see the flash, what, what really got me was the flashbacks of um, everyone else. Like him having flashbacks of how he met this person and what this person has meant to him. Mm-hmm. Um, what it would be like to lose that person. Um, th- that's what started the tears for me. Um, I don't like my emotions being played with, and that's what happened. The flashbacks got me. and It was the dinner that got me. I was like, you bastards. Oh, that shit was so rude. It's like, did you think you were... Two things, actually. That, the dinner, <laughs> when he's like, oh, did you think you were going to grow old together? And I'm like, yes. Yes, I did think that. Thank you very much. <laughs> and it was when Glenn looked over at Maggie and he was like, I'll find you. Oh, I was, I was done. I was so I was like, done. you know what? 
here, I you just pulled my heart out, Indiana Jones style. I'm like, it's right here. It's on fire. Just take it. It's done. I that scene, the flashbacks got me. The dinner, I was not expecting the dinner scene. Um, like I cried real tears. Like I, I was so grateful for Chris Hardwick's uh, somber tone when he was introducing <laughs> the Walking Dead. So I was like, "This is me." And when you saw um, Yvette Nicole Brown wearing black, I was like, "This is what I should be wearing." <laughs> like I wore black to work today. I was like, "You know, we're not even playing around today." <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad day, and I think it's because now that we'll say who died. If you have not watched, I don't know why you're listening, but um, Glenn. That and Abraham, <laughs> but I, I, for me, Glenn, he's what brought you into the show. He's who's he essentially saved Rick, and oh my God. that broke my heart. Especially since for a moment you thought that it was over. Like I was really sad that Abraham died, oh, that even was- though he went out in a pure abraham manner and i'm like you went out with a joke that was amazing and i was able to turn away so i didn't see most of that Mm -hmm. but then i thought okay this is it we're free yeah it's gonna be messed up for the rest of the episode but this is it but then when he (laughs) when daryl fucked up and daryl did fuck up (laughs) daryl's for all those people saying oh no no he fucked up like so norman Reedus can't show his face in atlanta for a long time i'm just saying like oh he can still show his face in atlanta because there are people who are ride or die for daryl and they will defend him until death so they're like daryl didn't do anything it's not daryl's fault i'm like he should have kept his mouth shut so when daryl fucked up and then he went after glenn i was like you bastards i between daryl and carol of people getting into it's like as soon as um andrea died it became all right well daryl's gonna be the person to get people in trouble and carol's gonna be the person to get people in trouble and i i had such a contempt for andrea those first few seasons i i i hated her I don't think there were very many people who did like her. And, like, I tried to stay ambivalent. But I didn't want to ever hate Carol. And I never wanted to dislike Daryl. I'm not a ride or die Daryl fan. I'm not a, if Daryl dies, we riot. Like, ah, meh, I could do without. Um, and it's, it's the thing of, I act, those people act on impulse. So we need people like Abraham and Sasha and Morgan to keep mm-hmm. everyone else on track. Um, well, at least with Carol, she took herself out of the equation. Yeah. It's just everybody else is like, we're not going to let you go. We're going to come after you. But she was like, no, I didn't really ask you to come after me. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so I, I, and Daryl's like, well, I'm going to come after you and get people killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that's basically it. <laughs> But I, with losing so many people that we have lost and characters that we've, Glenn's hurts, Glenn and Abraham hurts the most. Because Abraham, I was not a huge fan at the beginning, but he, and I wasn't a huge fan from the comics, but as I got more into the comics and I read them, he, he's such a redeeming quality about him, um, and my heart like broke 
for Sasha. I cried more with Sasha watching. Oh God, she's been through so. I mean, Abraham brought like a much needed levity that we needed for this show, and then now that's gone. So then you get to see not only Sasha breaking down, you get to see Rosita breaking down, and both of them just like this is the worst thing ever. It's like you're killing these people in front of people who who love them, who that's their family, and they can't do anything about it. And it was, you, you know, with, with the governor, you knew his purpose um, with his reign. And it, with Negan, Lord, um, pause one time for Jeffrey Dean Morgan's smile, because, God, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, he... He's, he's, and just, and for the the characters he chooses to take on from what he did on Grey's Anatomy to Watchmen. You you see, that's it. Like, I don't really know him that much from Grey's Anatomy. I, cause like I watched it for a little while back then, but I don't remember it. I mostly know him from Supernatural Mm -hmm. and then the Watchmen role after that. So it's like Supernatural, you were kind of a bastard. Watchmen, you were really a bastard. And then now you're like king, bastard, asshole, motherfucker, everything. Sorry, they're going to be curse words in this. (laughs) Lots of cuss words because that's what I did. I said fuck shit, all kinds of words, almost threw my laptop across the room. I felt so many things and the scene, the the scene after, when Negan, you know, let's tells them they have to go back home. In my mind, I'm like, the fuck, I'm out of here, peace, bye. You That's exactly never what I me. said. <laughs> like, I was like, you have the RV, point it north, and keep on driving till you hit snow. What the hell? And that's that's a thing, though. It's kind of like now, what I feel like it did with Negan and. And um, Rick is it created a Stockholm syndrome, and Rick's not gonna feel because he's now so broken. He knows he can't run now. He feel that's exactly what Negan wanted him to feel that he has nowhere to go because he will always find him. He's. I mean, even if he ran, like I thought about this last night after that initial, we got to get the fuck out of here. But he, if he leaves, he takes his group with him. Negan's people are probably watching. They'll know. So if you leave in groups, they'll know eventually. You can't take all of Alexandria with you. So if you leave and he takes his people, he's condemning everybody in that settlement to death. Yeah. And, and then Rick can't do that. And that's not who he is. And, like, it's such a... It was a funny scene, but then it was like, well, damn, that's what you've made him. When he called Rick a bitch, I was like, you essentially really did make him your bitch. Like, that's what you did. You broke this character so far down from what it was initially built up to be that... And I was just so angry. There's so many other characters they could have killed, like fucking Gabriel. Like, what? Bye. <laughs> oh, he's still alive. <laughs> so they like, need to kill someone that's gonna upset people. God, my God. I mean, you you go for the mean ones, and I I'm glad it wasn't. Of course, it's not gonna be Michonne because the Walking Dead creators are not stupid. We will riot. 
and black Twitter will kill you. So, um, <sighs> Steven, mm. seeing, um, Steven's reaction on Talking Dead to the character uh, and what it's done for him and what the show has meant to him, I, I love that. And today, Lauren Cohen um, posted a tweet about you know, hey, how are you guys doing after our episode? We just want you to know we're all here for you because a lot of people are emotionally invested. A lot of us have had visceral emotions to what happened. Mm-hmm. And to know, this is what happens when you have a showrunner who loves his fans, have actors that love their fans and understand mm-hmm. that this might be really fucking hard. So, I really appreciated the tweets out from the cast. Yeah. Um, to- God, and she was so upset at New York Comic Con. That's why I thought <laughs> Maggie's going to die, because she was crying and thanking all the fans for their support and everything that they've done. And she's like, you've been with us for so long. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, when I went and did an interview with her out here in Atlanta um, in September, and I'll do another one with her this weekend, um, but... They- <laughs> I kept asking, I was like, yeah, and she goes, yeah, we really can't say anything, we're super tight-lipped, and I'm like, yeah, she's like, but I, she's like, I just want to thank everyone who really does love it, and she kind of got emotional, I was like, oh god, please don't let it be Maggie, (laughs) we can't lose the whole family, I can't do that, I am not mentally prepared to lose Mm -hmm. your entire family, okay, so. Oh, and then Maggie at the end. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> my pregnant warrior hero and like bitch is like broken down. But I'ma stand up and oh let's wage war. Yes. Like And I'm not gonna leave his body here. I'm gonna go by myself to Hilltop. I can't even walk, but I'm gonna get there by myself. And I'm taking his body with me and I'm gonna come back and plan this shit because we're not letting them get away with it. And I love that. Like these these women aren't weak by any means. I I feel like we'll see a weaker side of Rosita just because of what Abraham meant to her. Even though we know he meant way more to Sasha, because she and I I kind of that's my I reason. think he, he met probably the the Satan well. No, because Rosita really loved him. That's what I'm saying. She but she had a she he didn't love her. And I think that was my only thing um, that it was like tropey of the show was the black woman that can't love. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, she can't love, she's too hard. Like, you know, okay. Um, I mean, for her, I get it. Because, like, with Rosita, if she's going to be, like, a mess for the next couple of episodes... Like, I would appreciate that because that actually makes sense. I don't like it when, you know, they have these people that just bounce back people. They have these women that just bounce back from these horrific things like nothing happened. So she's a mess. I'll appreciate that. But with um, Sasha, I get why she was like that. Because look at what happened. I mean, if she doesn't want to love anybody for the rest of her life, I would I would understand that. I mean, Bob, he, he bites it. Your brother dies. And then this guy, he's like, oh, yeah, we have this new life. It's going to be all good. Let's be together. I make you laugh. Isn't this wonderful? Now you just watch his head get bashed in. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of don't want to do anything after that. I, I think it was more so before that for me. Like, it's just like she couldn't let herself love him. And, I mean, we've all been there, but it was like a trope to me. I was like, oh, 
well, but it's, yeah, I can see it's that. so moved past it now because her reaction, like I said, I got more upset with her reaction. That shook me more than Maggie because I, Maggie's more look of disbelief was like, the fuck? Like, hit Daryl. He's the one that punched you. Like, what? Like, take Daryl out. But they're not going to do that. Daryl's going to be around till the very last episode because then they know that they will lose about 90% of their viewership because they're made up of... What, is Darryl. it 90%? Is it? <laughs> not me. I mean, I, like I, we was, need a I, disclaimer. I was a fan, but, you know, I loved his brother more than I loved him. And I loved his brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> it wasn't even like a like a, a an attraction thing. It was just like I loved that character because he was sick, but like you can see how someone would and how that world could make you as cynical and uh, as it did. So I, I did uh, his, his yeah, but I mean, like I said, for Glenn to go was hard because that's. That's an original character, and like I said, for Rick to see that happen, Rick's reaction to that, I think that's, Abraham broke him, but Glenn, someone that saved him, took him in, that, that's what took him there, that's what took him to that breaking point, and Negan knew that, Negan, like, he might not, he doesn't know their backstory, but he could see that Abraham dying did not shake him as much as it should have so that any mini money mode now I gotta pick somebody else to die I wasn't expecting it to be dual I was expecting it to be one person not two yeah that took me by surprise I was like that was that was just cruel that was rude so I I, I I'm really ex- I don't know what's gonna happen next week um I think that I think Rick needs to step down for a little while, not because I, I'm questioning his decisions because I kind of am, but I'm like he needs some time, so like some mental health time. Yeah, I, I think otherwise, I think we'll have some moments. I think it's really gonna expect his relationship with Michonne. We're gonna see that, um, and I think that it's gonna come down to. Uh, I, I think it's going to come down to Carol having to be the one to step up, unfortunately. I don't even see that happening. Like, I think she's going to... I think it's just going to be Maggie. <laughs> I mean... Because Carol right now is compromised. Rick is never going to let go of the guilt of that because in his heart, he knows this is his fault. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot he... of what happens is Rick's fault. So, hmm? a lot of what happens is Rick's fault. Yeah, but you know, there's that stuff and then there's this stuff where it's like he he went after the trouble with like both hands open and said come at me and then it came at him and then it burned everything to the ground and he was not expecting that i think he and that's where the cockiness came in because he was expecting it to be like every other challenge that they had taken on and it was nothing nothing in comparison so i i I am interested to see next week it's it's gonna keep me invested especially after we'll see um (laughs) see how long this podcast lasts but um i i i did i won't say that i hated the episode i hated it for my heart but i loved the episode it was very well done Mm. 
Um, yeah, I can't even say no, there's no love, there's no like. <laughs> um, I really love the actors. <laughs> I liked what they did in this episode. I felt like, you know, everybody did an amazing job, and I am so proud of all of them. And yeah, that's all I, except you, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> I'm not proud of you. It's like, I don't love you either. God, and it was so funny because I know Jamie had tweeted, oh, thank you for not killing Glenn. <laughs> and then everybody was like, I, um. <laughs> oh, showrunners, we were all rooting for you and you did it anyway. But mm-hmm. um, I, I will be back for next week to see how this goes and keep, we're gonna so keep it going I. for now. I just feel like we need to... Because last night, I, it wouldn't have been a good night for me to record. I, I would have been an utter mess. So, yes. So, thanks for listening in. Again, I'm Kayla. And I'm Mel. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.